winter wonderland this week. Simply <laughs> having a wonderful Christmas time. Wait, was is that, that the real? Loud? Was that the real Santa? Could be. I saw he showed up at your house. He was early. Here. Yeah, and uh, your son. I mean, I feel like that almost brought tears to my eyes. That was how beautiful that was. It was. Uh, he was a little shy, uh, but he since then. My wife filmed it, you know, obviously you saw that. She put it on Facebook. Yeah. And he's watched himself 35 times. <laughs> he's watched it. his laughs. performance. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, ah, oh, shit. I should have uh, asked for Santa for a, a new Harley Davidson. <laughs> yeah, Something like that. <laughs> it is Christmas week, David. That's right. You see, I got my Great Lakes Christmas ale shirt on. We both have Santa hats on if you're watching the uh, the video. You know, I don't know if I posted the video last week. I don't know if you did or not, but you did not post our intro song. I think we uh, we got to play it twice this week on the, the podcast. Yeah, it was not on the podcast, but either way, either way, I don't know. I think you're good. We just started Man, talking. Fuck national barks. <laughs> Hope it'll get shit for Christmas now. Yeah, Adam and and uh, Joe Memory and Jeff Earl. They. Uh, Hopefully in 2021, we will be able to go see them live and we should do like a live show, live, live podcast from one of their shows with them playing in the background. Yeah. You will not be able to hear us at all. No, (laughs) be fun, but it's Christmas, man. It's, you know, Christmas is Thursday or Christmas Eve, Thursday, Christmas is Friday. Yes. And we know a week after that is New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And then it's a wrap on this God awful year. I know people are so ready for this to be over, but I'm having a holly jolly time i'm not gonna lie to you me too i think there's some positives that have come out of this year this podcast yes uh our live show which i think i think people enjoy people watch it share it comment you know we get lots of people talking um you know but it's been a hard time and it's it's something i you know i sent you a couple articles about there's some breweries in san diego and orange county california suing the governor's office yes i mean you can't do shit in california Right, they are, well, are they going to move the yeah. Rose Bowl? Like they're thinking yeah. about moving the Rose Bowl to Texas. Well, it's official, so it's moving to Dallas to Jerry World, and that's, that's right. going to be uh, Alabama Notre Dame. Like you might as well not even watch that one. That's the early that, game. That's, that's that. Whoever wins that wins the national championship. That's the <laughs> that's the warm up to the real main event, the rematch. Man, how just that Clemson and Ohio State fourth place for Ohio State every year. I feel like this was. No, Ohio State's in Ohio State's third. But when they lose, they'll be fourth. They'll they will end <laughs> up in fourth place. Yeah. Not to get too much into the football, but uh I feel like this was the year to throw like who gives like we know we already know that Notre Dame is gonna lose to Alabama by fifty, right? We we've already Alabama got or Notre Dame got trounced by Clemson yesterday. We're recording this on, you know, whatever, ACC championship. Didn't they already play and Clemson once this year? They played them and they beat them in like double overtime without their quarterback. And then the whole, their whole like fans rushed the field during the pandemic. And it was like, that's, yeah, that's not very smart. Notre Dame hasn't been good since Lou Holtz. Let's just be honest. Right. Yeah. Every, basically since like 1994, every big game that they've had, they've lost. So as I see Gary getting the, uh, I don't have a bourbon this week, so I think just, you know, I'm going to just drink it throughout the podcast. It won't be a taste test. This is a longevity. So tonight I'm drinking uh, Buffalo Trace bourbon cream. If you've watched or listened to the last couple podcasts, we we don't even do it that late on Sunday night, but I'm yawning. And a lot, some of that's the alcohol. So I've got a cup of coffee. I don't really know. You don't, do you do cream in your coffee? Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's that's not strong. What's the ABV on that? It is it 30 proof. 15% alcohol. So, so I don't know how much to put in here. Just put enough till it makes it. There you go. A couple glugs. Four glugs, 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 I think. So, you know, we talk about the people that have sponsored us and, and that we work with. Beard Octane, which is a small business and Go to beardoctane.com, use code BEARSBEARDS10, save 10%. But going back to, you know, Kentucky breweries are in the gutter. Ohio, we you know, Cincinnati, they're shutting down. It's been a, it's been a weird year, right? Because, like, some 
are prosperous and are just starting out. Yes. Some have shut down. It's been weird. Yeah. It, you know, it is definitely a weird like dichotomy. I think there's both ends of the spectrum wow. where some. <laughs> That's. How do you feel? So, you know, we, I think you talked about the, I don't know if we talked about it on the show last week, but you briefly maybe mentioned it that you were going to do bourbon cream. I've only ever had like Bailey's, which is Irish cream. Yeah. Um, and I've had like the Irish cream, like non-alcoholic stuff. Do you get bourbon flavor from that? Almost too much. Not, you know, I'm the bourbon connoisseur. Yes. I mean, I like, Kentucky Tavern, but I don't know that. I don't know that it it's supposed to go in coffee. <laughs> bourbon. See, I think bourbon is like bourbon and coffee is is a perfect mix because you get that warming effect. You're gonna try it by itself. Are they gonna take a swig of it? I, am I think you need myself. to try. It. Yeah, take a swig. Maybe we'll we'll get we'll get to that point. You need. Oh, there you go. Get the notes. Like it smells like buffalo trail. Look at look at it coat the glass. <laughs> Is it super sweet? Well, as Gary tries it, I would almost drink this by itself, as opposed to putting in hot coffee. I don't cut it with some water. Yeah. No, what about iced coffee? That. It would be great. Uh, that's the that would be the the trick. An iced coffee. That shit's great by itself. <laughs> Just, just, yeah, just chug that. Just <laughs> his whole bottle here. So I was almost thinking about this. What about bourbon cream mixed with more bourbon? Like, would that be good? Would it be good with like, like bur- Buffalo Trace bourbon cream mixed with like some regular Buffalo Trace? Like, just a little like dash of it in your regular bourbon. I don't know. That'd be interesting. You know, when you go for a test in at Buffalo Trace, you get the cream. You get a, a taste of cream. Yeah. Um, but that would, I mean, that's like, uh, I don't know what, vodka's in a white Russian, right? I feel like if you mix that with milk, it'd be great. Just, I don't think it, it's not supposed to go with this hotness. I don't, like a man, Maybe it's shake. just me. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to try that in the morning. <laughs> there you go. Bourbon. So I had this week uh, bur- uh, barrel age, bourbon barrel aged coffee. Mm-hmm. So it's from uh, Coffee Emporium, which is a local uh, coffee roastery, I guess. Uh, they roast their own coffee beans here in Cincinnati. They've got two locations. And they've had this bourbon barrel aged coffee for a while. The coffee itself has like, it smells like bourbon. But for me, I did not get a ton of like the bourbon flavor from the coffee. So I poured me a little shot. It was good, but I poured me a little shot of bourbon in the coffee and that was delicious. That like warmed it up a little bit. I'm not. So I don't drink coffee every day. Yeah. We've Um, had this. Yeah. Had this discussion before. So it's like, I'm not a big coffee guy. Uh, And I purposely didn't put like. I'm a not a sugar guy, but a cream guy. So I was gonna let this be the cream of the. Yeah. So maybe it's just I don't like the coffee. Maybe. But I like. I think it would be better, definitely in like a cold coffee. Yeah. But you know, this this year's been awesome. We're gonna do a year in review next uh, uh, week. Next, yeah. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I got. I need to de like disconnect from everything uh but for for this week you know i think with christmas being later in the week we talk about our traditions yeah like growing up and do do those growing up traditions carry on with like as a married guy or so yeah let me hear your as a kid one question off the jump because this was something very different between me and my wife did Santa wrap your presents? We've had, so in my house, and you know my mom, right? Mm-hmm. In April. And Yeah. <laughs> my mom worked so, uh, so hard, you know, three jobs basically growing up, like, you know, whatever, you know, sob story. But she, I feel like, and I'm also the youngest of four. So I feel like I, my mom, 
you know, of course, bought my presents when I was a kid. She wanted credit for for buying those credit those presents, basically from the time I was like born. The and, hell with Santa Claus. <laughs> he ain't real, David. He ain't yeah. real. Yeah, you see, I yeah, did that shit. <laughs> exactly. So I've had this discussion with like my wife a couple times. Like, yeah, I, I don't really ever remember believing in Santa. Like, I remember like knowing like about Santa and the myth of Santa and and all that, but. I feel like I stopped believing in Santa when I was like four or five, but um, I did. I feel like I did get like a one or two presents from Santa every year. Um, and I was thinking about, you know, back through some of my, you know, Christmases that I could remember. I remember one year, my mom, like, you know, again, working crazy hours. And when she was a single mom took all my presents and wrapped them in one giant box so she only had to wrap one thing. She put everything in like a big like. Hey man, uh, she was a hustler. She had yeah. shit to do. So I, I want like one thing to open. But that year, I also got U.S. like probably my best present that I've ever gotten. Okay. And the one that immediate and you know the best one is always the one that immediately comes to your head first, right? So, mm-hmm. and this is kind of silly, but like a basketball. Like I always wanted a basketball, my own. Like I didn't have to go to the courts down the street and like hope that someone there had a ball yeah. like having my own basketball and be able to go and play. That was probably the best present that I ever had that I ever got. And it's like a $15 present. Like I just how, loved. Basketball. How did that turn out for you, David? Yeah. So now I am uh, still trying. I, I'm, I might be drafted. Still working on his free throw, <laughs> but Hey, I have a, a basketball hoop in my house. I've installed one every day. I'll go out there and I'll shoot with my dogs they'll hang out they'll rebound for me it's like air right. bud i give them a little pudding cup one v one that's right so we need to do like a, a decathlon that like multiple events so you so one one-on-one basketball is round number one mm-hmm. round number two i said oklahoma drill <laughs> with <laughs> with aaron blocking for me and oh. you as the tackler all right I'm the running back, which that's Oklahoma drill is banned like basically every level of football now, right? Dude, I did that for 14 years. But it's like it doesn't happen anymore. So Oklahoma drill, no pads. I'm down. <laughs> I probably will break my neck. <laughs> and then I think we need to do another like something like like and a quick recall like, match. It'll be like uh yeah, like like Billy Madison. Then we do a quick recall match, and then I'm three for three, and <laughs> I get to take home whichever bottle of bourbon beers I want. Maybe we'll do the shot put. I've got a shot put, so we can do that. Because Charlie was going to do shot put, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, you, you've you uh, helped her out with that. I, I think I might have, be at a disadvantage in that. We'll do high jump. Ah, bro, <laughs> Man, you know I got bad back. Or a long jump. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> like you said the the best christmas present ever is the one that like every time somebody asks it's it's the same and i remember christmas morning chilling opening up my gifts and he's all right you know and uh and santa wrapped presents at my house so go through all the presents good haul you know my mom and dad like i feel like my dad grew tobacco just so we could have a good christmas and that's dedication because that is that working in tobacco sucked. Yeah. So, but it was, you know, it was, we had, we had a Christmas and I remember thinking I was done and over in the corner, shit dog, he man, you know, uh, what was it? Mount gray school or castle gray school. There you go. That's like, uh, basically the, the plot to a Christmas story. Like yeah. the Red Rider uh, BB gun. Yeah. <laughs> Except this was, you know, for my He-Man action figures. I remember I got a Warthog that year, too, which was Sergeant Slaughter's for uh, G.I. Joe. Man, that's that's legit. Yeah, that's a good year. And I, but I am awful, and I will admit this, and I, I give a, a lot of credit to my wife for her chance. I'm awful to buy for. Like, as yeah. an adult, I have been, and maybe I'm not – I'm always grateful. I have gratitude for people that give me gifts, but I mean, I'm 40 
if there's something I want, go buy it. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got to be something you got to think outside the box when buying me gifts. So anybody out there that's thinking about buying me gifts, make something thoughtful, you know? Yeah. I'm like, I'm the same way. And I think that. Does that frustrate Angie? I think it does because I'm such a good gift giver. Like she told me, she gave me, same. she gave me leeway to say that I am the best gift giver of the year. No, you didn't say it though. Did you? No, I know. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. We're equal. So I, she, uh, she, a little story. So we're the week before Christmas. She's like, Hey, I'm going to like organize, like, you know, we got like our, you know, pantry and stuff and everything. And I need to yeah, like, it's full of vegetables. So full of vegetables, but spices like, you know, you know, now I work for a spice company too. So you can imagine like day one, they were like, but you work for the spice, co- like, yeah, like the, the spice, spice channel, a spice company. Oh, yeah. not the spice channel. Yeah. That you used to be able not to pay-per-view. No, but like I, I think I showed you the first day, like my haul of like the picture of it, but mm-hmm. like you know, coming home with like you know bags of stuff, and I'm like, I don't even know what the hell I'm, I don't even know what some of this stuff is. What do I put rosemary on? Yeah, <laughs> but she's like, I'm gonna organize all this, so I let her toil around. I'm watching the Ohio State football game. I let her toil around for like 45 minutes to an hour, and I'm like, okay, I can't watch you do this anymore here's your Christmas gift. So I got her a spite, two spice racks and like the containers to put spices in with the labels. So everything is all OCD. Perfect. Everything's labeled perfectly. All the spices. It's like, bro, a, here's what you need. Marriage dream. Ready? Yeah. Salt. Yes. Pepper, cinnamon, sugar, bam, paprika, I mean, I ain't making no deviled eggs. What do I need paprika for? Maybe a little Lowry. No. little Lowry's. Hey, yeah. Shout out to Lowry's. And Bad McCormick. But uh, the, so I, so I will say the most commonly used spices that we, because we make a lot of ethnic food, like Indian, Mexican food. You're just, you're, your whole life is just so extra as an adult, David. <laughs> so we make, you know, a lot we we cook at home a lot, but the most common spice that we probably use is curry, curry, cumin, chili powder, like those three. Yeah, uh, everything salt and pepper, of course. Uh, maybe like some Italian seasoning because that's got a little bit of everything in it. Like I feel like that's like a good like, dressing packet, the dry catch one. all. Yeah, it's a good catch all, but. Uh, I'm super basic in my taste though. Like it could be seasoned to the max and yeah. And this is a, this again, my wife is amazing and she realizes this, but I like, I, I I'm not a fan of moisture in my food. Uh, you know, it's like, Oh, that's so juicy. Dry. No, I don't want it juicy. I want it dry, you know, and then I can add sauce or whatever to it to make it the way I, you know, but Kroger Speaking has of- rock and roll chicken. You ever got this rock and roll chicken from Kroger? No, I have not actually. I didn't mind to try it's, that. It's 10 bucks a bag. So, oh, like oh. it should be great, right? <laughs> but it's just like it's lightly breaded. Bro, I put that bitch in the air fryer. Oh, it yeah. The, like fry yeah. rubs and stuff. But I just like the pre marinated stuff. Yeah. I never talked yeah, about But I never, I never take that. I just throw those packs away. <laughs> give me All that right. chicken dry. So, we digress. Yeah, so I got to drink some beer because this has been sitting next to me for like 20 minutes and I'm like salivating over it. So I got to introduce our beer. Uh, this week is an old friend. I think this is actually the third time in 33 episodes they've made a, an appearance. And I feel Dogfish like... Head Brewing. No. So you, this might look familiar to you. Fredboard, yeah. Fredboard, our old friends. So episode... Like two or three, it was early. We did, four, yeah. Episode four was a fretboard wave maker, which is a bourbon mash lager. So, which is basically at least fifty one percent corn in the uh, in the mash. Um, and then episode, I got it in front of me, twenty five. We did a collab with fretboard and branch and bone called Dark Throne, which is a dark lager. Tonight is actually an ale from fretboard. So winter warmer called drummer boy but it's bourbon barrel aged version of that so 
this beer is the the actual beer is i think it says it on here uh barrel aged winter warmer brewed with cinnamon ginger root honey vanilla bean and orange peel and then barrel aged in uh they don't say it on the can but they've said it on their social media a couple times and new riff uh bourbon barrels um clocks in at 11 percent uh so this is their like christmas beer i had to have a christmas theme uh i've had the original of this and it was okay like solid winter warmer good like you know beer with some like malt flavors you get a lot of those like christmas spices you get the cinnamon the ginger everything else I had a sip of this, Gary, before the show, and I good. I was, yes, so good. What glass are you using? So you might notice Fuck. Ohio State Buckeyes. And this glass right here, look at this. On the back, you see 1990, 1991 Big Ten champion basketball Buckeyes. You see the scores of all the games here. So they How played, uh, they played um, against Bethune-Cookman was the first game of the season mm-hmm. they won 111 to 72 uh let's see they played Wright state which is angie's alma mater uh it was 90 to 60 i was a, i remember that one i was i was six weeks old <laughs> <laughs> what no, year? i think i actually got uh, my, i think my mom actually found this at like a thrift store um but with uh, ohio state making the the college football playoff i had to drink my beer in this so I mean, right off the bat, bourbon, right? Like, I love a bourbon barrel aged beer where you get bourbon on, like, you get those, like, as as we affectionately say, those bourbon notes. But it smells like a beer that's bur- that's barrel aged, right? So, mm-hmm. I, if I have a beer that's a beer that's barrel aged, I want it to smell like it's barrel aged, and this one definitely does. You get that, like, and I think that, like, in beers the sweetness like i know you always say like the sweetness of like you know in most bourbons you don't really it doesn't come out but i think that like when you take a a bourbon barrel and put a a beer in it like in you know secondary beer i think you get so much more of that sweetness from it so you get that um and it's super smooth i mean for a beer that's 11 percent alcohol to be able to just drink it and just like i feel like i could chug this beer I like it. But you get all those like residual, the spices, you get the ginger, definitely the cinnamon. And I feel like that vanilla just make, just like smooths everything out. Like it's got the perfect amount of vanilla just to make things super smooth, super easy drinking. Like, you know how you always say like, Hey, this is 11%. I might be only drink one of these. I, I could sit back and you know lazy boy recliner you know christmas movies on tv and have like four or five of these and be feeling pretty good feeling pretty toasty and just enjoy it and that's like hey that's a great chestnuts roasting on an exactly yeah so urban age beard (laughs) nipping at your nose yeah but it's fantastic so this uh shout out to fretboard they've been winning tons of awards they won a great american beer festival medal uh they won at the u.s open beer championships they won a bunch of medals uh the ohio craft brewers cup was just this past weekend they won a bunch of awards there why weren't you there covering it live i should have been but yeah they so um hopefully some narrow or yeah narrow path brewing up in loveland one like third overall there so i might be doing a podcast with uh one of our other friends gnarly gnome there soon but uh they actually have these like bubbles have you seen these the bubbles that people sit in like for like outdoor but it's like a i guess it's like plastic it kind of looks what like an egg in it? i'll let you know say <laughs> make some use that paprika and make some deviled eggs and they go up there and drink some yeah. beer okay I brought some deviled eggs to eat during our podcast. <laughs> it's <laughs> man, I love the creativity, but like, all right, feel free not to answer. Yeah, 
Are you going to take the vaccine? Yeah. I'll take two if they if they let me. Well, you got to get two shots. Both butt cheeks. So I got questioned. Uh, it was like late on Thursday night. It was like, hey, I need to know by in the morning. Were you Are you willing to take the vaccine? It's like, yep. I'm down. Haven't have had two flu shots as an adult, but fuck it. If this makes the world better, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Like I turn into Captain America. What if it's that shit? <laughs> Everyone is Captain America. We have a whole world of of Captain Americas. Dude, that'd you, be kind of awesome. It's just you know now we've since March lived through this crazy times of unknown and ups and downs and like hits and misses and lockdowns and all that. Are you guys still under curfew? Yeah. After 10 PM curfew. It's just, I don't know. I I hope 2021 and all that brings in like something new because traditionally when we talked about this on Thanksgiving, like traditionally Christmas is a travel time for my immediate family because even being 40, we're still the kids, right? Yeah. And And the grandkids still. So we go to multiple spots over Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And that's just not happening this year. Like we're going to our immediate families and that's it. Yep. On on different days. It's supposed to be warm next week. So we're going to try to do one outside. Like, and that if, if that's what I have to do so we can have that same Christmas experience next year, if I have to take a vaccine or wear a mask, whatever it is. Maybe I'm a sheep. I like to think I'm not. <laughs> like, I really, really don't care. You know, like, oh, you just do whatever you're told. Well, so what? <laughs> you know? I think this is like shown, this whole pandemic has shown what's important to people too. Like, you know, I, I think people, you know, a year ago, being able to go to my family's house, being being able to go see my family, being able to go see my wife's family on holidays, like you kind of took that for granted. And now you're like, man, I really just want to like go, go do that, go do that. Like that is, uh, the band 21 pilots released, released a song, like, you know, a Christmas song that they released on their Twitch. Uh, and they're basically saying like, everyone wants to get home this year, even if it means the rest of the world is crumbling down. Like that's kind of how this like year is, is ending. And it's weird because I feel like people were so, like adamant with like Thanksgiving, like don't do Thanksgiving to, you know, with, with family. And I think with Christmas, they're just like, Hey, like be smart about it because I think that people gave up so much for Thanksgiving and it's weird. Like what have we given up Easter? We got 4th of July. We did get that in. Yeah. Uh, Labor day. I feel like we got in obviously my birthday. We got in your birthday. We got, that's the most important. Yeah. And then, (laughs) you know, Thanksgiving was locked down. So in the tradition, you know, for we tried to set a new tradition for Thanksgiving. We ordered all that food that we talked about. But for Christmas, dog, we go on school. No, 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 no. We already got going it. To Chinese food? No, even better. We're doing a white crack white trash bash. What's that? We got pot pies, we got pizza rolls, we got uh we're gonna make just like some uh, nachos, like just stuff. That, that sounds delicious. Straight for like a buck out of the freezer, you know, a Kroger that you can get you some of these. I had them for the first time yesterday. Frank's red hot Buffalo chicken. No. In the freezer. I got some uh, mini corn dogs, mini corn dogs is yeah. That's yeah. You know, so, but I don't know. Like I'm pumped for the kids. Like you saw Harlan was pumped for saying yeah. uh and it, it, i we i'm blessed you you just got back to work but thank god you are physically responsible in your household <laughs> you survived being unemployed for most of the year because that was me shit i'd be on the angel tree asking for a ps5 <laughs> just all that stuff you'd be trying to get that second ps5 from uh, matt mccarthy <laughs> yeah I'd be like, come on guys uh but you know so i hope i hope it goes out on a bang. And then when 1201 hits January 1st, shit, we back to normal dog. That's right. Drinking bourbon. 
all that yeah. stuff. I feel like this year, so I was thinking about this. So I would last year, New Year's Eve, did like a big like not not a big like going out thing, but a big like you know, 30 year old thing at like a friend's house where we had like 30 year old thing, you young bastard. Like 15 people at the house, and like everyone's yeah. like, yeah, like, hey, we're, we'll, we might be able to make it till midnight. Yeah. <laughs> but like a big, like, you know, party thing. And I'm like, the world was so different then. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we've aged 15 years in a year. Bro, I was 22 this time last year. I know. I'm 40 yeah. now. <laughs> But it just was so different. Like looking at like I the I was looking at the pictures uh, the other day of like the people and like you know it's like people aren't the same people aren't even together. Like the people look different. Like I don't even know what's going on. Like how the world. Like if you would have told me that we were where we are, you know, the basically the world stopped for how two months in from March to May, like. You know, I, I will say a couple good things came out of this year. And this might be our top five thing. That, that's a good thing for our uh, live that we should do. Top five things that came out of 2020 mm-hmm. pandemic. And yeah. I'll give you a couple of hints. Number one, I started drinking bourbon. That's probably my number one thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... So we did our close close enough live on Thursday night. Yeah. With my buddy. And we were talking about back in the day the Jim Beam and Dr. Pepper and then how it went Jim Beam and Dot Mountain Dew. And just that was our drink. Like yeah. today, sitting here right now, there is no way in hell I'm gonna take a decent bourbon and mix it with anything. Yeah. So you know, I'm doing like, yeah. Do it. I'm doing our live show. I'm gonna do an old fashioned. Ooh. Yeah. So I got some bitters. Got some orange peel. I'm ready for it. I'm going to do the Knob Creek. Did it come off your orange tree? Yeah, my orange tree in my backyard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, We have native citrus here. But uh, I'm going to do that uh, with some uh, Knob Creek 9-year, which I have not tried. Um, I, I think you, you had, had the 12-year. Our... I got the 9-year, but you've had it on the show, uh, one of the this episodes. One? Yeah, the 9-year. Yeah. So Matt had the 12-year. The, yeah. So at Kroger, they have the 12-year behind the – like behind the desk the good stuff so there's like a couple of like bourbons that are like on when i drink some of the bourbon that i have now and i'm allowed to start buying more bourbon the knob creek 12 years like you got to finish this bottle before you get another bottle (laughs) uh i i just think i like it came like kind of fast and furious of and you won multiples in it like it's not like you went and got one bottle sometimes you got four bottles at a time yeah so it came like kind of fast and furious and it's hard to like, like if I'm like, Hey, I want some bourbon. I look at like my bourbon shelf and it's like hard to figure out like, what am I in the mood for yeah. today? Um, there's a couple that I'm always, a amazing problem to have, David. There's, there's a couple bourbons that I'm always in the mood for of the ones I have. Mm-hmm. Well, not including the Pappy because that doesn't count. Right. <laughs> but number one is, Buffalo Trace, I could drink anytime, any day with, you know, with water, without water, neat, in a mixed drink, whatever. Number two, you're about to show it, I think, is Larceny. Look at that. Um, I'm going to finish that tonight. Yeah. So those are the two that I'm like, and and my, as I was going back, my like short list of bottles that I want to get, Knob Creek 12 Year and Larceny barrel proof which is like 60 bucks is also oh, on my list david so you mentioned this and i just kind of did it because there's some residue left i got a little larceny with the cream i want to try tell me what you think about it smells like bourbon tastes like larceny and bourbon cream <laughs> does it give you like a little bit of that like residual like the sweetness of like yeah it does does it bring out other flavors of the bourbon or it's like uh it doesn't bring out uh, not from the larceny but it's like it's an added layer of the yeah. drink like it definitely doesn't help the finish or not help it doesn't change the finish right but so the nose and, yeah. the, and the palate so 
So I'm like halfway through Pappy Land, the book now. Still haven't got mine. Which, yeah, maybe in, that might be your 2020 resolu- 2021 resolution. But in in the book, uh, Wright Thompson talks about Julian Van Winkle and how he likes to drink his bourbon. You know, a lot of people like just neat, but he likes his bourbon on the rocks, a little splash of water with a twist, with which means uh, lemon, a little bit of lemon in it but uh yeah let's try that if it's good enough for the man it's good enough for us i mean he in this book wright thompson does like i mean he puts julian van winkle on this like like literally lifts him up off the ground with his words um and it makes me only ever want to drink like pappy and weller's if like, we can find it, yeah. <laughs> but you've got some wellers. That's the thing. Like, you got to credit him for the brand that is today. Like, listening to him talk, he was a broke distiller. Yeah. You know, with some barrels. Well, it's so weird, too. Like, the – so, his grandfather is, like, the, the patriarch. Pappy. His dad kind of started it and, re- like – Rented into the ground is like a probably a bad term, but like Pappy was like very, you know, on some things he was like, Hey, I'm not ever gonna budge on this. And I think he and he always worked for other people though, right? Like Pappy wasn't on his own, he worked for Stitzerweller. Well, he that that was the the uh, yeah, so he worked for Stitzerweller, but he did his own thing of like, Hey, this is the bourbon, and the bourbon we had last week, old uh, Fitzgerald was his brand, right? So of bourbon and people are still good. people are still trying to recreate that like essence of it but um yeah hearing like so it's it's interesting like i think like it's like is bourbon one of those things that like skips a generation and like we like red hair yeah like uh-huh. <laughs> red hair but the the like his dad and like you know i feel like being it's like a, a like legendary like sports like being the guy who follows the guy like Pappy, like Julian Van Winkle's grandfather is like this like legend of like the greatest of all time, and his dad, you know Julian Van Winkle the second basically, um, like that's a that's a thankless job of like trying to follow this like legend, like you want to be the guy that Come follows on, the Julian. Guy. Come yeah. on, Junior. Right. So being the third, I think, has like it's it's a lot less pressure than being the second, right? Being like, hey, you gotta because he so if you look at like the timeline, Pappy uh Van Winkle uh took handed over the reins to Julian Julian's father in like I think it was sixty two. Uh he died in sixty five and in seventy two they lost the distillery. So within 10 years of him, like basically running it, it was gone. But they had um, all those barrels. That's right. So, um, but I think right in credit to Wright Thompson, he is a master storyteller, might be the best storyteller of our generation. Um, I'm a, and I know I'm a huge fanboy, but like I always equate everything to like sports and that's and his background. That's his background. And a guy that can like get you interested in a sports story that you never thought you would be interested in before. Like, you know, outside of, Hey, I've never heard of this before. Um, he has this masterful way of storytelling. That's kind of like second to none. Um, but huge props to him. And this isn't our, our full book review because I think we need to do a, a true book review when we both have the book. And, and that means I got to read, read it, David. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Abby will read it to you or Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, huge credit to him. I like how he like weaves his own story into the story of Pappy. And, and it's a great book. Like it's like one of those books that like warms your heart and soul from the inside. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's like this guy is making bourbon and that's all he's ever known and wanted to do. And that's his craft. And he's, you know, it's like the walking dead, right? Like 
in the beginning, it's about the zombies. And I'm sure the basis of this book is about the bourbon. But as it progresses, it's about the people and yeah, the family. And, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And he has this, like, he has it on this, like, backstory. And you've been to Stitzel Weller, so you probably have, like, maybe a little bit more of, like, a connection to it. And I needed to go to Stitzel Weller, but. Beautiful, um, man. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. Where and he that's talked the original, about like, Pappy. Doused. Yeah. Where he talked about getting doused in yeah. the bourbon. I've I've been in that building. I've I've been there. I know exactly yeah. where he's talking about. His baptism. Yeah. <laughs> but like that is like the backstory of this. And they say like they talk about like Diageo, which owns the distillery now, and like they tried to, you know, create Blade and Bow um as a new brand. And like, you know, to his credit, Julian Van Winkle has never said a bad word. And he probably, and I don't think he ever will say a bad word, but he's like, this is not what. Bladenbow's like a mixture of different barrels, right? Yes. Like it's a weird concoction. It's not bad. You know, I've had it. I I had it at the tasting. It's not bad, but it just, the thought behind just mixing some shit up is just kind of, and maybe that's too purist. Not that I am that, but like, I love the stories behind the brands and, and how it's made. And yeah. just to say, hey, I took a nine year and a four year and this and then blah, 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 bam, here's a key on the thing. Here you go. $50. Yeah. Well, and he talks about too, like how some of the old barrels of, uh, of I think it was old barrels of Old Fitzgerald went to Canada and became uh, like mixed in with uh, Crown Royal. <laughs> and are you a crown like, royal guy no i, I don't like crown royal guy i've only had the that's the only canadian whiskey i've ever had so you probably had like the apple kind yeah apple pucker um <laughs> uh, uh, but we i i think we need to like in 2021 maybe have like once a month like branch out and do road trip road trip do a canadian go to crown royal distillery in canada <laughs> go find that man you you got a new job fancy new office listen you got a yeah. big inspiration you, you're gonna take 2021 by the balls i know but uh, i i do say so 2021 we need to do a distillery tour together mm-hmm. buffalo trace is and i'm like i'm gonna go find where they got the, the pappy barrels stashed. up top they're yeah. up top They'll i'm tell climbing you whatever the rig hey i'm gonna fall on top of some pappy and that's a good way to die right i couldn't think of a better way but uh yeah buffalo trace uh i think we also need to go to another we need to go to like a like a, a, a bourbon brewery like hybrid place like there's a couple of them uh sycamore distilling slash now they're called Cincinnati Distilling is opening up a place here in Cincinnati. We need to do that. We need to do some on location podcast. We'll take Juan be our cameraman. Yes. Uh, we'll have Juan. Uh, we'll have our groupies there, which we had at the last. Yeah, we had a little section. <laughs> we had a cheering section. But uh, yeah, so we've got that to look forward to in 2021 definitely need to do the the distillery i want to go to buffalo trace that's like my buffalo trace and old forester are probably one and two of the ones i want to go to yeah i like to go to old forester so i can david an article people it what is the 120 year anniversary 150 yeah people were camped outside trying to get a bottle of that shit and old forester 86 for a cheap bourbon yeah which now that I've bought some cheap bourbon, it's not that cheap, you know. It was like twenty four bucks or something. Yeah. And well, I know someone who knows someone that works at Old Forester. I don't want to hear that shit, David. You've been talking about so, that. I'm trying to hold the birthday bourbon for yeah. two months. So now. maybe I've talked to them in a while. So maybe like some things have been marinating in the background. All in your favors. Hey, side note, just because it's on my mind. You watch the Mandalorian? No. Dude, are you a Star Wars fan? Not really. You got me to watch Die Hard. That's so. I'm going to tell you 
you don't even really need to know anything about I can't get this thing to sit still. Star Wars to enjoy the Mandalorian. Right. It's uh it's a good story. It's got the cute little baby. Looks like Yoda. Baby Yoda. Yeah, his name's Grogu. And oh, but he's not Yoda? It's not Yoda. No, Yoda's dead. Yoda's dead. It, this How'd is set die? between episodes. How did he die? Heart disease? Luke was asking him too many questions. He just said, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> Basically, that's how it ends. That's how his life ends. Is Luke is like, oh, oh, shit. what about this? Is Vader my dad? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, he just disappeared. <laughs> Like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit. But I will say that the the ending to season two of The Mandalorian. I'm not a super emotional dude, but it had me right here, dog. Like John Favreau took the the ball from George Lucas, and I think is a true vision of what the Star Wars universe should look like. Because you know, people criticize the last the the latest trilogy that came out that just you know was that last christmas that came out two christmases ago whatever it was but they really made up for it with the mandalorian john favreau did an amazing job also the director of elf one of the best christmas movies of all time also but, uh, one of the co-stars of swingers one of the mm-hmm. best movies of all time was vince vaughn so and yeah tony john favreau, man. <laughs> john favreau is like I think he's he is so underrated for what he is and so like eclectic of like who would think that the guy from Swingers that's like the little bitch boy in Swingers that he's like basically you know Vince Vaughn's sidekick would go on to be this amazing director and mm-hmm. what he is now um he was also uh huge in uh What's the movie or what's the show? Uh, uh, not Ballers. Entourage. Entourage. Yes, he was like one of the main characters in Entourage. Um, he's so like, I don't know. I think he's like changed his like direction to like to where he doesn't have to be like this act. This like you know star like you know being the 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 talent, but he's like yeah. you know. Changing. But he's he's achieved that behind the lens. Yeah. All right, David. First of all, if you haven't, go to Spotify, check out our uh, Beers and Beards play. What? No, Sorry. Go ahead. No? Uh, I go just ahead. had a light bulb on top of my head. Go ahead. What you were going to say. I was getting ready to talk about our songs. I don't know. I'm doing go a Christmas Spotify. song. I have yeah. a Christmas song, too. But what's what's the light bulb? Don't let it fade. The light bulb is uh, our new friends that we have, the Hops and Bops podcast. Check them out. Yes, they are our new friends. Uh, they it's cool. Like I don't really, not gonna lie, don't really listen to a lot of podcasts. But every once in a while, like a new podcast will come along. And you're like, hey, these guys are are cool. Like it's like just us. a bunch of dudes drinking and talking about music. So, oh yeah, they. I could do that. I could be. I could be into that. Yeah. So they, their concept is they have they all come together. I I want to say they're in Connecticut, um, but they all come together. They do like three or four episodes at a time, and get drunk. Get drunk. They have like an album, like a like a CD, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna talk about this whole album as a as a concept, but also drink a beer that we pair with this." Uh, with this album so the the recent one that i listened to was they listened to red hot chili peppers blood sex sugar magic or whatever that album was and mm-hmm. they paired it with magic elf uh beer because it's like coming up on christmas and it was it was cool they just talk about the beer they talk about the music they talk about how the uh at least two of the guys i think are musicians um one of the guys that's like the producer is like into beer. And like, I think that they like mix and marry that with what they're doing. Cool podcast. Check them out. Uh, Hops and Bops podcast. So if you like beer, that's where I fell in love. 
They did you say like that. Uh, a little bit. What? Some of Fuck some of their here. stuff. So I, so we're talking about our podcast, our podcast playlist, right? Spotify, mm-hmm. beers and beards podcast playlist. I this week kind of got a little little bored. Did you add something to it? I think I no. saw you add something to it. I accidentally did. I deleted it because I was making <laughs> another playlist. <laughs> so the playlist I made is greatest American rock bands, only American based rock, like rock. I'm an American bands. band. Yeah. So I'm saying got... way too much on this podcast. Yeah. Are we promoting so, your dumb playlist now? Greatest yeah. American bands. Yeah. Check that one out. But hey, Red also... Hot Chili Peppers ain't on there. Uh, I think Red I Hot Peppers are on there. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Show a little yeah. respect. So some of them I said, like, based on the greatness, like, if, like five-star bands, I put five songs. Four-star bands, I put four songs. You must have been bored. <laughs> All the way down to one-star band, I put, like, R.E.M., four songs. Let's four see, star. R.E.M. It's the end of the world as we know it. Yes. Shiny Happy People. Yeah. Everybody Hurts. Uh-huh. Losing my religion. Solid. The, the best four of theirs, yes. Guns and Roses, two Five star stars. band. F- two songs. November Rain, Sweet Shot of Mine. What else do you need from Guns and Roses? Welcome to the Jungle. Eh. Ramones. You could be mine. Ramones. Yeah. Uh, Three I, songs. Can't, I got no respect for you, David. <laughs> you well, put anyway, the Ramones over Guns and Roses? Yes. Any day of the week. What about Nirvana? Nirvana has like eight songs. Okay. Yeah. Foo Fighters is the first 20 songs. Yeah. But check that out. Uh, It's called Greatest American Rock Bands. I got The Birds. I got Blondie. Underrated, right? One song. Van Halen. Has five. The Doors. Uh, four, no, five. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. One. One. Yeah. Crosby, Stills, and Nash, two. <laughs> Without Young. Uh, but yeah, anyway, long story short, check that out. We also have our own playlist, which is a long way to go. Like we did, what, seven minutes on my other playlist, but this one, Christmas songs. Right. Ready to go. Give me yours first. We right. so our goal is, and as we've said before, we want to break the algorithm, and we've got everything from Corpse Husband to Tupac to Ava Brothers to Taylor Swift. Yes. Uh oh. Thank you. I was asked if we. Are you familiar with this song, Jerry? So it's a commercial. That's all it is for me. Like a Macy's commercial or something. Like, so. What, who even? Who even you have to tell me what it is. So, the original song is Paul McCartney, Wonderful Christmas Time. That's my favorite Christmas song. It's a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having wonderful Christmas. But right. this is a cover from The Shins. The Shins. This is one of my favorite band. band. Are they really? Yeah. Saw them with my wife. Their most famous song. See if you know this one. (laughs) Played this at my wedding. If you were there. I was there. Might have been taking pictures at this point. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. New slang. It's in Listen. Garden State, the movie with Zach Braff. Oh, we just started watching Scrubs with my daughter. Yes. So Angie and I have, were in like the end of season one. So, um, so mine, in the guar. hopes of blowing guar. up this, what? Guar? guar? No, we're going opposite. Uh, maybe later. We're going to go with Clay Aiken. Mary, did you know? Is this Clay Aiken? Is that a Guar Christmas? Yeah. 
Play Aiken. All right. It's his number one song, but. Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know? Your I, baby boy. So, people talk about Clay Aiken, like from American Idol. I remember Clay Aiken most from season nine of The Office. Andy's on America's Next Acapella Sensation. And baby Clay, Aiken, Clay Aiken is one of the judges. judges. With who? Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers and Sierra. I think or so. Or Sia. Sia? I, don't know who the, I don't know who the girl is. All right. But that's a good, that's a banger for Christmas. <laughs> I, I think banger is a stretch. Oh. <laughs> wow. So as, as we approach Christmas, we, we try to let you guys know how appreciative we are of everybody that listens and tunes in. But with what, if I can encourage you to do one thing, support your local business, whether it's in the spirits world, you're a brewery, a distillery, whatever, if it's a local t-shirt company, local restaurant, a lot of these people are struggling this time of year and it's to no fault of their own. Um, just trying to live through this crazy time. So if you've got, if you're looking for gifts, get gift cards to these places, the, to the places yeah. that aren't open currently, uh, stop in, you know, maybe tip a little extra if you're going to get some takeout or whatever, just because in 2021, I know I'm a fat ass. I want these places that I frequent often to be there. Don't put it on me to cook for myself. <laughs> it's going to be dry chicken from the, from the air fryer and Tostino's pizzas. And my heart can't take much more of that. Okay. Yeah. But, and we talked so, about last week, the, um, shit. I was just going to say it and I drew a blank. The GoFundMe for take it away. Casting for a cause. Yes. Uh, still up on our Instagram. Check that out. Uh, we have the, uh, the link. We'll have it through Christmas. I think that we're getting close to the goal, which is a thousand dollars from a bunch of random no name podcast, which is awesome. I donated. Uh, I know a bunch of people have donated to check that out. Casting for a cause. I will say the week in between Christmas and new year's every day, we're going to give a shout out to some of our favorite local businesses in Ohio. And I'm going to make Gary, give me some Kentucky businesses that he loves uh, local businesses that you should go support before the end of the year. Uh, And we're going to get, Gary, Gary's going to give the salute every week now, but uh, we're going to give them a shout out that that week in between Christmas and New Year's, like people are always feeling like, Hey, you got that Christmas money. You got, you know, some of this stuff, you got a little extra cash to spend. Yeah. Maybe that stimulus check be kicking in. So every day we're going to feature a local business. One day will be Ohio. One day will be Kentucky. And we're going to give some of these people some, uh, some love. Um, you don't only have to support them, support any local business, no matter where you are. Um, yeah. And I always say local means if you can go into the business and, and you can ask for the owner and if they're there, you can talk to the owner, that's local. Yeah. So, if the owner's the one checking you out, maybe even better. You know? Exactly. But yeah, I just think that's super important. Like I said, I've been blessed. I've not, I've not had to experience any hardships per se, um, employment wise. So anything you can do to kick back to, to your community, I recommend that. Exactly. We're about to jump on a Facebook live, check out our Facebook lives, check out our Facebook beers and beards podcast. I'm going to go make me an old fashioned as if I have not already had enough alcohol today. I'm going to drink. He's going to get drunk before the Browns game. We're doing (laughs) this early on a Sunday and I've got coffee in me. So yeah. So I might need some coffee. We wear our hats for the, I'm wearing my hat. I'm not going to wear a shirt though. Fine. (laughs) So, all right, we'll see you next week. Check us out. We will be live here in a couple of minutes. They're not going to hear us. That, That does not apply right now, David. If you're listening to us, if you're listening, go to our Facebook page, rewatch, share, rewatch, and uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Is Hanukkah over? Thank you, Santa. You're the, you're the real Santa. (laughs) Ho, 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 ho.